Are you ready to level up the podcast for leaders, entrepreneurs, and business with your hosts, Jose Medina and Crystal Garcia? It's time to level up. If you think you are beaten, you are. If you think you dare not, you don't. If you like to win, but think you can't, it's almost certain you won't. If you think you'll lose, you're lost. For out of the world we find, success begins with a fellow's will and it's all a state of mind. If you think you are outclassed, you are. You've got to think high to rise. You got to be sure of yourself before you can ever win a prize. Life's battles don't always go to the stronger or faster man. But sooner or later, the man who wins is the man who thinks he can. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Undeniable Level Up podcast. Uh, Last week, we discussed the difficult topic of failing forward. Uh, We covered how to best learn from failure, avoiding shifting blame in order to garner the greatest learning opportunities, how to encourage excusable failure in your teams uh, to drive innovation, as well as how to avoid lethal failures. Today, we're going to cover destroying limited beliefs. And we have Soul, co-founder of Sage and Soul, joining us via Zoom from the lover state of Virginia. Hello, Soul, and welcome to the Level Up. Welcome. Hi, thank you guys for having me. I'm super excited. Glad to have you. Now, I first learned about limited beliefs through your podcast, through the Sage and Soul podcast. Um, I believe yeah. it was episode 15, Identifying Limited Beliefs. Yes, it was. One of the things that kind of stood out was the emotion in terms of Mm -hmm. when you really start kind of thinking about your limited beliefs and how they limit you. And I really found that to be very, very powerful. Actually, that was one of my favorite podcasts that we have done. And I still like think about it a lot every day in my day to day life. When I have some kind of limiting belief, I I remember about that podcast and it helps me. It really helps me. That's good. A link to the Sage and Soul podcast has been provided for our listeners to check out that podcast and learn how to identify their potential limited beliefs. And when we selected this topic for discussion, I told Crystal that we had to have you on. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> absolutely. Glad to have you here. Thank uh, you, Crystal. So what is a limited belief? So a limited belief is essentially a state of mind that holds you back. It restricts you from actually doing the things that you desire to do or things that you can actually be really good at and not even know. Um, It puts false thoughts in your head. And what I love to use is I can't cook. This was a huge limited belief that I had. And once we did the podcast about limited beliefs, I realized that that was a huge limited belief for me. And once I let that limited belief go, I actually started cooking meals that were really good. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. Yes. And I no longer hold that limited belief within me. Right. Right. The thing that stood out to me is, is you said false thoughts. Um, and I yes. think that's pretty powerful because our brain doesn't have the ability to distinguish what's not real from what is real. Yeah. That's the reason why sometimes when we have a nightmare and mm-hmm. we wake up and our heart is beating and we're sweating and yes, we're, you know what I'm saying? Yes. We're terrified. Our body is reacting to what our brain thinks is real. You know what I'm saying? Yes, um, that's true. Yeah. So sometimes when we give ourselves false thoughts, our brain thinks mm-hmm. that is real. So it's very easy for your body to follow that. Absolutely. Yes. There's a quote by Mary Kate Ash. She says, don't limit yourself. 
Many people limit themselves to what they can do. You can go as far as your mind lets you. What you believe, remember you can achieve. That's pretty good. I like that quote. Yes, that's a beautiful quote. Yeah, I, I do think that, you know, limited beliefs do limit you. Yeah, you said barriers to yourself. That can kind of restrict you. Limited beliefs are false beliefs that prevent us from pursuing our goals and desires. Limited beliefs are beliefs that we hold about ourselves that prevent us from following our desires and our dreams. They stop us from being our best selves and limit our happiness. These limited beliefs can be beliefs such as I'm too old to pursue a career in music or I'm not interesting or I'm too shy to speak publicly. These beliefs become our truths and eventually cause us to act in accordance with those beliefs. What are some limited beliefs that you have about yourself? You know, it's kind of funny and it's, I would say, very cliche when we talk about this, but the I'm too old. I remember even thinking thinking this when I was young. So I was a gymnast when I was younger and gymnasts peak at a certain age. And I remember thinking, well, I've already passed my peak, you know, and I was like 14 years old. Right. <laughs> so even still, you know, when you look at things like going back to school, you know, I'm too old or I'm too old to change careers. I'm too old to continue my education in, in another field. So that's what I would say are some of the limited beliefs that, that I've had personally. And I think that originated from really society growing up told things like, you know, Hey, a gymnast peaks at this age, you should be in the, you know, the peak of your career by this age. And so as you get older and, and you start going through life, you start thinking about those things. And unfortunately that becomes your limited belief and ultimately becomes your reality. Right. I, mm -hmm. I agree. There's a lot of times where society puts that limited belief in our brains. Um, what about you, yep. Sol? Besides, besides cooking? <laughs> <laughs> well, besides cooking, um, some limited beliefs that I have is that I'm not beautiful, that I don't have enough money, and that I'm lazy. Wow. And um, I think a lot, well, all three of these limited beliefs kind of came from me comparing myself to other people. Right. Looking at like supermodels and people with money who are super beautiful, um, thinking that that's what I need to have to be beautiful. And ever since having my son, my body completely changed. And so it kind of made it even more extreme where now I don't feel as beautiful as I used to feel. Right. And so a lot of times I tell myself like, oh, I'm not pretty enough. Oh, I'm fat. I'm this. I'm that. So, yeah, and that really came from comparing myself to other people and even not having enough money, seeing people with a lot of money and seeing what they're able to do makes me feel honestly a little jealous. And I feel like yeah. that I need more money to be happy, that I need more money to be successful. And so it's something that's always in my head that I don't have enough. And it kind of causes me to not want to waste any money. Sometimes I can be really greedy or not do the things that I want to do because I'm so afraid of letting go of the money. Right. Um, another thing is that I'm too lazy. And I think because I have that limited belief, I don't do as much as I can do. Because right. I know when I put my mind to something and I try, like I'm able to do it. I can get things done fast. I'm the kind of person that I procrastinate to the last minute. And right. but when I start working, I get everything I need done. But I, I do think that limited belief that I'm lazy definitely limits me from accomplishing the things that I know that I can accomplish. Gotcha. Um, with with those items that you kind of talked about, have you overcome those limited beliefs or are you still overcoming them? How's that working out? I'm still overcoming them. 
So these are these three limited beliefs that I just talked about are three that I'm constantly working on. I think one of the hardest ones for me is that I don't have enough money because that's something that I have been struggling with for years. And I think it started when I was in childhood. I was always the kid that just didn't want to spend any money. (laughs) And I do question where that limited belief came from because growing up, I never felt that we didn't have anything. So I'm, I'm, been trying to kind of discover like where did this this limited belief stem from because i think that's important when you have a limited belief is seeing where did it start and so that's kind of a limited belief that i'm just not too sure where it started and so i'm still working on that do you think still working on all three yeah no absolutely and i i think um so so two things i want to say is is one yeah i think that when, when you have a limited belief, it's almost like mm-hmm. a programming that's in your brain, right? And it's it going to take yes. time. It's going to take time mm-hmm. and you're not, you're not going to be able to just reprogram yourself in one day. Mm-hmm. So a lot right. of people will think that, well, this is a limited belief and I just need to change my mind. But it's a work in exactly. progress and it constantly it comes back. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. It's I, something that you constantly have to deal with and yes. work through. Yes, absolutely. But I also like what you said about you know, you're trying to find out where it originated from. And, and my thought mm-hmm. would be that maybe it's something to do with security uh, as maybe. opposed to really being money. Maybe it's not even about the actual money. Maybe it's about yeah. the security that money brings you, which is like a home, That's food true, on the table, yeah. close for your child, you know, things like that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, so definitely continue to explore that. One of my major limited beliefs for me has been that I'm not a good person. That's a, that's a limited belief that I guess I've, I've held since I was, a young kid that has continued to stay with me as I've kind of gone through life. And I think that it stems from, and I'm kind of like you, I kind of look to see, you know, where where did that originate at and and what's really driving that, that belief. I've done things that just weren't nice, you know? And so I think I've always thought that that's just my natural state. And my limited Mm -hmm. belief is that internally in default mode, I'm just a bad person, but there's so much evidence in the contrary of that, you know what I'm saying? Like there's so many yeah, good things yeah. that I've done that that counteract that, but in my mind I'm constantly saying you're a bad you're a bad person, you're not a good person. And also the other one is that I'm selfish. You know? Mm, yes. And, yeah. That's a limited belief I have as well that I'm selfish. Yeah, but when I look back and I look at my like my behavior, my behavior's not selfish. Like yeah. I'm constantly giving a perfect example Crystal and I gave to uh, one of our employees to help him move all the way to the East Coast. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's not something that you that you typically do for someone, but mm-hmm. we did that. You know what I'm saying? And so in that process, I have to really look at that and say, it's a limited belief because I think that's that's how I am. But the truth and the reality is that I'm not that way. Absolutely. No, of course. And I, I personally don't see you that way at all. Yeah. No, I appreciate that. Yeah, me either. You were very selfless <laughs> when we were growing up. <laughs> you know, limited beliefs don't only apply to our, you know, to ourselves, but they also apply to, you know, how we see and experience the world. Yeah. And that even includes, you know, things like saying, um, I have to be married and have two kids and have a white picket fence. So we we definitely can be more than just limited beliefs about ourselves, but also how we see and experience things. And definitely it stunts our growth, whether that's our professional growth, personal growth. Um, it can impact relationships. Um, in relationships, something that's pretty common is, you know, one person or the other, and and sometimes both, thinking, I'm not good enough for the other person. I'm not smart enough. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not, 
whatever the case may be. And that's, you know, can definitely stunt our growth because ultimately what you say you believe, what you believe will change you physically and they've done research on it. And then, you know, your actions are going to follow. So you just have to be careful that when you catch yourself with those limited beliefs that you, you shut them out, man. <laughs> yeah. Shut them out. <laughs> and I think it's dangerous too for your relationship. Cause like you said, when, when you're in a relationship and you have a, a limited belief, like I don't deserve happiness or mm-hmm. um, I'm not good enough for this person or he's too good for me or she's too good for me. Um, you can sabotage that relationship. Absolutely. You, you can do things thinking, well, I'm just going to get hurt or he's just going to hurt me or, or this, whatever. Mm-hmm. And so you do things that push that other person away. And we do that with jobs. We do that with you know success. We, we do that with a lot of different things. So those limited beliefs can be very pervasive in your progress through life. What are um, some limited beliefs that you've held about the world? And do you still hold those beliefs? Okay, so one limited belief that I had about the world is that the world is just evil. That there is more evil in this world than there is good. And I think that limited beliefs came from mostly the news. When you are watching the news or you're reading like articles, it's always negative And so that's how I I viewed the world, that this is how the world is. And it took me growing spiritually to realize that that's not the case. And I kind of was able to realize that the news is going to show what people kind of gravitate towards. And people, for some reason, we... We live in like a fear-based world where fear is, is very powerful. And so when there's like a some kind of scary story, a, a killing, or we, we're just like, for some reason, like, I don't know if it's our sense of like survival that's within us, but we want to read so we can figure out how we're going to protect ourselves. Right. And and so that's why the news always shows us that stuff, because that's what that's what gets them attention. That's what, get, you know, pays them and everything. Right. And so um, it took me realizing that and realizing that, there's no good or bad in this world. You know, that everything's pretty much in perfect balance. Right. Even the yeah, things that I might awesome. consider to be evil or bad or whatever else. Right. Um, so it, it definitely took time to realize that and get over that limited beliefs. It no longer is a, a limited belief for me. I feel like there's more good in this world than there is evil. Sure. Absolutely. That's and great. I, and, and I will say, I will say this about the news that, when people put things on the news, whatever they put on the news, it now becomes important because someone's mm-hmm. highlighting it. And yes. so you watch it because you think it's important because somebody mm-hmm. is saying it's important. And so even though even though there are, for example, there have always been, for example, racial tension and cops killing people that are unarmed and stuff like that. That's always happened. Yeah. Um, yes. And it, it happens with, with minorities, but it also happens with, with non-minorities too. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But exactly. the news doesn't publish the non-minorities. The news exactly. only publishes the minorities. You know what I'm saying? They can kind of sway you one way or the other. And the only reason why I'm saying that is because that can cause us to have a limited belief. Oh, you of know? course. Yeah, of course. that that can cause us to be to think that all cops are bad. That's a yes. that's a limited belief. That's true, and the news is very powerful. Oh, absolutely. The news can really make us have certain beliefs about things. You know, yeah, just by a story that they put out. Oh, absolutely, something. absolutely. They can sway you so easy. One limited belief that I had about the world is that rich people are greedy, 
And I used to think mm. that as a kid. And, and one of the things that I used to think is, look at these rich people that have these super mansions and these super yachts mm. and these super expensive cars. Man, look at all these people that are homeless and don't have anything. Rich people are yeah. so greedy. If they if they would give more, then there would be less people that would be living in a, in a state of lack. And so I used to say, I don't want to be rich. I don't ever mm-hmm. want to be rich. I used to say, I just want to be, I just want to be comfortable. That was a term yeah. I used to use. I just want to be comfortable. And what I realized is that I had a limited belief about money. I had a limited, limited belief about uh, rich people and what rich people um, are actually doing. Most people that are wealthy are creating jobs. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, they're creating economy. They're creating wealth. They're creating opportunities and stuff like that. When did you recognize that that limited belief changed for you? Yeah, I think it changed probably about maybe a year and a half ago, two years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And because I started thinking, I, I started really learning about one of the power of now, but also mm-hmm. the law of attraction. And as we began creating a company that employed people, I started thinking, man, if I had more money, I can make more jobs. Yeah. If I had more money, I can start new offices. I can I could launch new sites, you know. Absolutely. And then I started thinking, man, I need a hundred million. I need I need a billion. I need, you know what I'm saying? Cause I'm thinking, <laughs> what can if I'm doing what I'm doing now with less than a million, imagine what I could do with a million. You know what I'm saying? That's exactly. kind of my thought. So so I that's how I kind of broke that limited belief. And and that's not one that I have to struggle with anymore now. I have a yeah. I feel like I have a good relationship with money now that I didn't have before. That's good. That's really good. I was going to say that I had that same limited belief as you. I remember I was working at a store and we had to ask people for donations and I didn't understand like why the store didn't just donate. Why did we have to ask people for an extra donation? And it wasn't until I actually started my own business that I realized that there's a lot that goes into a business. It's very expensive and it takes a lot of money to run a business. Absolutely. And I, I finally understood like, okay. And I know, um, what's the guy name? What's the guy's name that owns Amazon? Jeff Bezos. Yeah. Yes. I, I'm on Facebook a lot and a lot of people complain about him that he has this, he has that. And his, you know, he has all these employees, he's not giving him money, but he's done a lot of wonderful things. Yeah. Like prime shipping can get things in two days. Like he's really changed life. He's, made things easier to, to get. He made it like even stores are following in his path. And now you can, you don't even have to go in a store. You can just wait outside and they bring your stuff to you. You know, know, it's crazy. It's really changed life. He's done a lot of amazing things. Right. He's inspired innovation, like just on a whole nother level. Yeah. Yeah, And he's worked hard for what he has. Absolutely. so I used to be there too, like thinking like rich people are greedy, like they're selfish right. with their money, but I no longer have that limited belief. And I wonder, I wonder if that experience that you had, that limited belief came from being exposed to my limited belief. Because mm-hmm. I'm sure you probably heard yeah. me at one time when you were younger say, rich people are greedy. They don't need to buy a mansion. They don't mm-hmm. need to, you know what yes. I'm saying? So and I'm sure, and yeah. I'm sure I heard that and I made that into my limited belief as well. Sure, I, absolutely. That's what I believed. Yeah, yeah. For me, I know, and it's funny that we're all talking about somehow money or success, but I used to think that in order for you to create success, that you had to have a lot of money to do that. And you don't. Is it true that, that yeah, you have to have money to make money? Yes, to, to some degree. Yes, absolutely. But you don't have to have lots of money to be successful. Something that's that's kind of grown on me is in looking at what it takes to get over those hurdles that 
helps to get you to be successful is if success were easy, everybody would be successful. So Mm -hmm. all the people that sit back and say, oh, well, this person should have done this or this person should should give more. This person should do this. You know, that path, that journey that they took, that was not an easy journey. You know, so one of my major limited beliefs was um, as far as the world goes, is that that you have to have a lot of money to to be successful and to make money. And um, it's just not true. I currently would like to say that I don't still hold that belief. I kind of recently have been feeling business wise, like we're a little bit stunted because we don't have the capital, but it's just a slower process. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. It's just not fast. Sometimes, um, especially if you're impatient, (laughs) that can be a little (laughs) frustrating. And, you know, in in all honesty, I feel like, you know, I, I really try to remind myself that limits only exist where we put them as individuals. Mm-hmm. no matter what the setting is. And so you only limit yourself. You know, nobody has That's to true. limit you. You limit yourself. Right. But people can limit you by embedding a limited belief in your psyche or in your mind. It's almost like a spell. And you know, you know, spell. yeah, it's like you can't do it because you're too old. And then that gets in your mind and you're like, oh my God, I can't do it because I'm too old. I can't go right. back to school, you know? Mm-hmm. That's, um, true. That's so, true. So you have to be very careful what you allow people what you allow yourself to believe of what people say, you know what I'm saying? And honestly, I think a lot of our limited beliefs do come from other people. Oh, absolutely. They come from schools. They come Mm -hmm. from, they come from jobs. They come from parents. They come from friends. Mm -hmm. Like, absolutely. Absolutely. Limited beliefs also apply to life in general and can impact what we experience in our lives. We can also talk ourselves out of accomplishing goals and objectives by saying things like there's not enough time in a day. You know, how many times do you say, oh, I can't be successful because there's not enough time in the day, you know, I can't (laughs) do all this stuff, right? You know, Mm -hmm. but then when you realize it and you look back, right. And you, and you go, oh man, I spent eight hours working and then I spent, you know, five hours watching TV and then I spent Mm -hmm. six hours sleeping. Like, you know, that time that you spent watching TV, you could have been doing something with, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. So, um, what are some limited beliefs that you have about life? So some limited beliefs I have about life is that it's almost impossible to succeed, that it's really difficult to reach success. And another one is that life is just too hard. And I think with the first one that it's almost impossible to be successful. I think when I had that limited belief, it was because I had a different image of what success was. When I had this limited belief, I thought to be successful, you had to have so much money, so many houses, so many cars, but really that's not what success is. I think success is different for everybody. Right. And I think right now in my life, I mean, I'm not a millionaire. I don't have a whole bunch of cars or houses or whatever, but I feel like that I'm very successful. Right. Right. When did that change for you? Probably... Once I started being more spiritual and realizing that I have everything that I need, like right now in this moment. And I think every day I do new things that make me feel even more successful, like completing a blog. It makes me feel good. Like, wow, I feel successful in like everything I do. I'm doing what I love. I'm happy. Like, I feel like I'm abundantly successful, honestly. That's incredible. Um, And another, the other limited belief I had about life is that it's too hard. And 
even going through my spirituality, I learned that it's the ebb and flow of life. You can't experience all perfect moments. Right. And this book I read called Conversation with God, it talks about that you can't experience, basically you can't experience joy without experiencing it. its opposite. If right. we experience joy 24 seven, we wouldn't really know what the experience was. We wouldn't really know what joy is, but by experiencing its opposite, we're able to know what joy feels like. Right. And I think that's, that's part of life. And so I don't feel like life is hard anymore. You know, life is just how it is. There's going to be good moments. There's going to be bad moments. It's, it's how you, you take it, how you decide <clears throat> to, to feel about it. Right. Right. You know, I 100% agree with that. Kind of makes me think of being in a pod float. Yeah, mm, a float spa. Yeah, I did one of those before. Yeah, because you're in there, you're not hot, you're not cold, you're kind of like in, you're in the dark, you're not nowhere. Like that's yeah. what it would that to me. That's what I imagine if you didn't have an opposite. Mm-hmm. You know, no, if you were happy, true, it'd true. be like being in a pod. Like you would know. <laughs> you have. You would have. It you would, would just know be. You were happy. You yeah, you would know. What you were <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so I think I, I think that's really good. But I also think I also think the mind is powerful, right? And so what Very I think powerful. is that if you say life is hard and there's a lot of um, challenges in life, you're always yeah. looking for the challenges. And you you're gonna are. make it hard. And you're gonna make it hard. You're yeah. gonna find. And you're gonna keep saying, "Oh, this was a challenge." This was. And you know, you know where I experienced that. When when we sat down, we did our recap for 2020. Because in mm-hmm. my mind, I was thinking, man, there was COVID, there was death, there was sickness, there was unemployment, mm-hmm. there, you know, all these all these problems that that we kind of identified. And then when we started making the list, and I, and I was using my my photos to go through to see all the things that we did this year, I was like, look, my grandson was born, my family came to visit. Um, mm-hmm. my mom beat cancer for the second time. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like we started, we, we, um, uh, we added a, a bunch of business. We created jobs for, you know, more than 70 people, like all these great things that we did. Yeah, and I could have, awesome. yeah, I could have easily just focused on the bad, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And said, Oh, it was a terrible year, but it wasn't, it yeah. was a phenomenal yeah. year. It was a great year, you know? Yeah. When I did my reflecting of 2020, I realized the same thing. And I think sometimes we get too focused on the bad things that happen in our life. And it kind of like overrules the good things. And so I think it's great to reflect even on your day at the end of the day, reflect on all the good things that happen. You're going to realize that there was so many great moments in your day. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, What about you, Crystal? Um, For me, I believed that you have to give up happiness in order to be successful. And that's a pretty hard one for me to, to admit, but you, why, why is that hard? Because you don't want to, because you don't want to give up your happiness. And I do believe that, that you have to have some type of, you know, balance or harmony in your life. But when you're pushing forward so aggressively, there's things that are going to, you know, take a back seat naturally. Like what? You know, mm-hmm. um, like for instance, earlier Soul said that she hadn't seen Marcel all day and yeah. that she felt bad about that. You know, when when you're moving aggressively to do something, there's there's things that I guess the best way to say it is kind of pay a price. So if you stay at work late, you're not with your family. If you come in early in the morning, you don't take your kids to school. 
So you're basically saying you're constantly having to sacrifice happiness right. in order for the mm-hmm. success. And that's, to me, it's a very, a very vulnerable thing to admit that because it happens, you know, and a lot of people don't see, you know, when they see somebody that they deem as being successful, they don't see the behind the scenes things that you have to do and what that looks like and how that feels because right. you know when when you get home and your child's been waiting for you all day and says hey mom i just wanted to spend time with you today yeah. like that's a hard thing to hear it, you know it's hard to explain too well i was and then you start thinking to yourself was it really that important what i was doing yeah. am i making a selfish decision and so for me that's a huge um limited belief and that's one definitely that i still am having to work on. And I try to do that by reminding myself that no matter what you do, there's going to be a sacrifice on one side or the other. So if you spend all day with your family, you're not going to get any work done. If you spend all day at work, you're not going to spend any time with your family. There's always going to be a sacrifice, but I try to encourage myself in the sense that you've got to have balance and you don't have to give up your happiness, but you have to find balance and that's really the important thing. Yeah. And that's a good lesson. And I think, um, you know, a lot of people will say that balance and they think that balance happens by, by itself. Like it's going to happen on its own, but you have to be deliberate in that balance. Mm -hmm. You have to say, you have to look at your schedule and say, okay, I'm going to spend 10 hours at work so I can go home and be Mm -hmm. with my kids. Um, and yeah, you're losing 10 hours, but what you're able to give your kids because of those 10 hours is also valuable too. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody, could, everybody would love to stay home and be with their family all the time. Well, not yeah. everybody, <laughs> not everybody. <laughs> um, most of us would like to stay home with our families, but we can't because if we did, then our families would be homeless. Our families would starve. Our families wouldn't have clothes, exactly. you know? Right. So. Exactly. I, I think what Crystal said is, is something that I definitely deal with. I feel like when I work too much that I'm not being a great mother. And so that's something because this is my first year being a mother. It's very new to me. It's something that I have to keep telling myself that, you know, it's okay. You know, it's okay to work that I do make a lot of time for him. And that what I'm doing is for, it's basically for him so that I can, I can work from home and I no longer have to go out and go to people's houses so I can give him uh, a, a great life, a happy life. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, that's something that I struggled with when I was in the military because, you know, back to back deployments, you're going to the field, you got to go away yeah. for school. At some point, you start thinking, man, I am not a good parent. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. I'm always gone. The other parent that's at home, that's the good parent because that's the one that's taking care of, you know? <laughs> yeah. Lucky They're the one dealing with everything. Yeah. And, and yeah. so. There's a lot of self-reflection when you're when you're in the military and you're away from your family. And then what happens is like you fantasize about making up for that by coming in mm-hmm. and going on vacations and spending money on everybody. And but you yeah. really you really never get that time back, you know. No, that's true. So how can you overcome limited beliefs? Well, Mark Manson provides four questions to help you overcome limited beliefs. Um, the first is ask yourself, what if I'm wrong? Um, how is this belief serving me? Create alternative beliefs. Um, Test those alternatives to see if they might be true. How have you overcome limited beliefs? Well, for me, um, in terms of how I've overcome limited beliefs, I think that really I just had to learn. You know what I'm saying? I I don't know. I still think I'm dealing with it. I don't think you ever stop. Yeah, there's there's always new ones adding to your mind. 
Yeah. Every time you lose one, like I think it's like a never ending, a never ending thing. Yeah. You're always going to have limited beliefs. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I think, I think I have to get into a habit of when I have a belief, like for example, with our business and I'm thinking we're too small to compete with some of these bigger companies. That's mm-hmm. a limited belief, Absolutely. but I have that. And, and when I have that thought, I need to have some self-talk that says, okay, why do I think that we can't compete? Is it because mm-hmm. we don't have money? Is it because is it going to take us longer? And so that's kind of what I've been working on as, you know, on myself in, in terms of yeah. my limited beliefs is just really figuring out what are all those limited beliefs? And, and mm-hmm. sometimes you'll say something like, oh, I can't do that. Or I'm not a good salesperson. You know, I, yeah. that's a limited belief that I have about myself. But guess what? Mm-hmm. We've added like 13 different accounts, you know what I'm saying? And yeah, so I start, I had to start, salesperson. yeah. <laughs> so I had to change my mindset because if I think that I go into a sales situation, nervous. Absolutely. Yeah. I go in mm-hmm. there not confident, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And guess and what? You want to know a secret? You don't get to sell. But you know, it's for me, I've got to constantly remind myself that if I want to be a good salesperson, I just need to learn. Anybody can learn to sell. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, and I just need yeah. to go into it confident. And, and my confidence and my experience and my, my technical knowledge will allow me to be a good salesperson. And, you know, I think the best way that you can really try to overcome limited beliefs is by being deliberate. Like you had mentioned earlier, being very deliberate when yeah. a limited belief comes up in your mind saying that's, you know, that's not true. It's a limited belief. Yeah. And, and you know what I would say? I would say whenever you make an excuse, whenever you say, oh, I can't because... Like, that's where you should start saying, is that a limited belief? Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't because I'm too, you know, slow. I can't because yep. I'm too fat. I can't because I'm too tired. Is that a limited belief? And, yeah. and if it is, then then that's where you need to get into what you just talked about, Crystal, which is saying, hey, what if I'm wrong? What if we can compete with the bigger guys? How does a belief serve me? If it doesn't serve me, then why am I thinking it? Why am I allowing it to be my truth? You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Uh, Lewis Hayes says, if you accept a limiting belief, then it will become a truth for you. What you believe, you become. Absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, I couldn't have said that any better. That's absolutely true. <laughs> I will say that it's time to level up and to identify where you're holding yourself back from achieving greatness, from living your best life and being the best version of yourself. Crystal, what are some things our listeners can do to overcome their limited beliefs? So for starters, you can write down a list of your top limited beliefs, You know, whether they're personal, life, or about the world. Identify what's you know, instilled this particular belief. So like soul was talking about earlier, you know, trying to figure Mm -hmm. out where that came from. I think that's really powerful too. And I I think that's a really important part that people don't do is saying, where was this limited belief? Where was it born in my Mm -hmm. mind? You know what I'm saying? What made me think that? Was it my parents? Was it my friends? Was it my Mm -hmm. teachers? Um, Because if you can find out where that was, where, where that thought was originated from, that's where you can figure out how to how to overcome that. You know what I'm saying? Right. Absolutely. Exactly. And then also determine your new positive belief. So if your you know limited belief was I'm too old, your new positive belief could be you're never too old. You know, you're right. never too old to learn. You're never too old to, you know, whatever it is. Look for evidence to support your new positive belief. Um, yeah, that's a good one. Uh, and, you know, when you're looking for evidence, one of the things that I do when I'm looking for evidence of uh, rich people being greedy is look mm-hmm. at how many look how many um, rich people give away so much money. Like um, Jeff Bezos' wife, she just gave away a couple billion dollars. Mm-hmm. Like that is not greedy. And she um, pledged half her income. 
yeah. when she passes. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, a lot of these billionaires are very, uh, uh, they're philanthropists. They're giving away stuff because mm-hmm. they have more than they need. And But you know what? They can't give mm-hmm. it all away. They, yeah. They've still got to run their businesses and whatnot. Another way that you can work to overcome your limited beliefs is imagine the worst case scenario and how you'll overcome it. So what's the worst case, you know, based on that limited belief? Right. And then recite affirmations. I'm powerful. I'm great. I'm capable. I'm fully capable. I'm successful. You know, recite things that that resonate with you and that, you know, crush that limiting belief that you have. So so um, what are some of the uh, affirmations that you use um, in terms of your limited beliefs? Do you have any that come to mind? That I am enough. I have everything that I need. I am wealthy. Raquel has a really great one that she says. I am wealthy, healthy. There's a third part I can't remember. Wise. Um, I was gonna say wise too. I'm, I'm <laughs> wealthy, that's it. Wealthy, healthy, and wise. And wise. Yes. <laughs> um. I mean, there's there's so many beautiful affirmations that you can say to yourself. You just have to realize what your limited belief is. I have yeah. a limited belief that I'm not pretty enough, so right. I can say things that I am beautiful. I love my body. Things that make me feel love for myself. Right. If I feel like I don't have enough money, I can say things like I am rich. I have everything that Absolutely. I need. I have more than enough. Yeah. You know, just if I feel like I'm not loved, I can say I love myself. I am loved by many people. Yeah. My dad loves me. Crystal loves me. Yeah. I am filled with love. <laughs> I mean, there's so there's so many great affirmations that you yeah. can say, oh, especially when you have a limited belief. Yeah. I think my new affirmation is going to be I'm healthy, wealthy, and wise. Even when I fall, <laughs> I even, even when I fall, even no, when I even, fall, even I'm when. able to rise. Yes. <laughs> I, I like it. it. I love it. All right. Um, I want to thank Soul for joining us today uh, and sharing with thank us. Thank you for it having was, me. Absolutely. It was great having you on. Uh, so where can people uh, find you and listen to your podcast? So if you go to iTunes or Spotify, you can find us at Sage and Soul. And we actually have a podcast where we talk about limited beliefs. It's episode 15. It's amazing. Um, We also have a website where we write blogs and that's www.sage-soul.com. We actually have a whole blog dedicated to limited beliefs. It's called Uncovering and Conquering Limited Beliefs. And we really go into details and we talk about... Um, uncovering that limited belief and working through it. So check it out. Yeah, I, I've read that blog and it's uh, phenomenal. And um, Thank at the, you. yeah, at the bottom of this podcast, I'm also going to provide the link for the Sage Soul podcast and also the link for for that particular blog as well, so that uh, our listeners can check that out. No, I'm going to go a step above from saying you know life is already too short, but actually you know, life is fleeting and challenging enough that we don't need to make it harder by creating beliefs that limit our ability to achieve and succeed. It's time to break those limited beliefs and create beliefs that serve us in a way that allows us to be our very best selves. 